Welcome to Faith Family in the Force. I'm Oliver. And I'm Annabeth. Faith Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's episode, we begin to explore the five love languages with words of affirmation. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Brave Crates. Brave Crates is a monthly subscription box for wives and girlfriends while your significant other is deployed. In your crates, you'll get treats to treat yourself like spa favorites and yummy snacks. You'll get tools for growth like self-development books and journals. You'll get support for long-distance love with care package essentials. And you'll get pure fun with DIY crafts, games, jewelry, and more. So go to bravecrates.com and use discount code FAITHFAMILYFORCE, all lowercase, all one word. That's discount code FAITHFAMILYFORCE, and you'll get $5 off at checkout. What's going on, guys? So today, we're going to talk about words of affirmation. So we have done a handful of book reviews focusing on military books on the podcast so far. So that is going to be kind of like that. Wait, no. This is going to be kind of like that. Um, but we're turning it into a series. So it's we're going to talk about the book Five Love Languages, the military edition. Yes. Um, so we're going to take five weeks and talk about each one of the love languages yeah five-part series and today's the first part okay can you say what all the five are without looking i'm closing my eyes (laughs) uh words of affirmation Mm -hmm. acts of service gifts quality time yep and physical touch good job i don't know if those were in any particular order i don't know besides words of affirmation which is what we're going to talk about today yes so I guess the first question is, what are words of affirmation? Well, we're like, going to talk about we're gonna, it. <laughs> well, y'all just wait and see. Yeah. So between you and me, mm-hmm. where does words of affirmation rank on like love language that you like to receive and love language that you like to give? Because there's kind of, right, you like your love language, which yes. is you need to know that. But more importantly, you need to know what your spouse's love languages are. Right. And then sometimes what you give and what you receive in terms of love languages don't always line up. Yeah. Well, what usually whatever love language you like to receive is on it like naturally just what you do for others because you're like, I like this. So that's what I'm going to do for them and they'll like it. Right. I love that. It's not always the case. Yeah, that I definitely, I'm super guilty of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So for me, words of affirmation is like Meaning, lower, meaningless, on the, not, not loving. meaningless, but like it's lower on the on the pole for sure. Yeah. And it, Oliver, it's like his number it's one. It's number one for me for <laughs> sure. And you know, that's interesting about love languages now that we're like a little bit older Mm -hmm. and I can like look back in my life and kind of see where some of like my need and my desire to have words of affirmation and quality time, like my top two, Mm -hmm. like mean a lot to me, you know, like where some of those stem from. And I'm sure you can 
go yeah. back and see some of yours too. For sure. Awesome. Okay. So I, we, I just went through and underlined a few things and at the beginning of words are important. Wow. <laughs> That's a bold statement. We, I mean, we all know that, but, um, you all probably heard the tongue has the power of life and death. Right. And anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Yeah, I I think this is really evident um, whether words of affirmation is your love language or whether it's not. If you're having a pretty crappy day and somebody just comes by and says something, something nice to you, mm-hmm. whether it's about you or about whatever action or how you're doing at your job or whatever, right? It does make you feel better. For sure. Like anecdotally, I've seen that in my life. Yeah. And so what I thought was interesting, he gives a story, like tells a story at the beginning. And so the author, Gary Chapman, he had originally wrote just the five love languages book. And then this is the same thing, like same topics and stuff, but the military edition. So he puts like some military couple examples in there. And then at the end of each chapter gives you ideas of how you can still do the love language while your spouse is deployed right which i think is really cool so we'll talk about those each week um and he wrote it with jocelyn green who i think is a military person military person yeah i'm not sure exactly it doesn't say but she's written other military books I'm pretty sure if you, wherever you're at, whatever base or location, if you go talk to your chaplain or support functions. Yeah, they usually have these that you can just get for free. Yeah, this is definitely one of the books that the DOD, Department of Defense, like really recommends for couples. And like I said, chaplains and your whatever entity that takes care of your family, your key spouse, like should have copies of this Mm -hmm. to give out. And if not, like it's available in stores and stuff too. Yeah, for sure. So the story he's telling, (laughs) this wife is trying to get her husband to like paint or something. And she keeps like nagging him about it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And he will never do it. And so then the Gary Chapman is like, stop asking him. He knows you want, like you want him to paint, stop nagging him about it and see what happens. And, when he does something that you do appreciate, like taking out the trash or vacuuming the kitchen or whatever, then be like, wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then he ended up painting. And anyways, the whole point was, (laughs) let me read the quote. The object of love is not getting something you want, but doing something for the well-being of the one you love. Mm. So when you are like giving people or giving your spouse love, showing them love in their preferred love language, it is not to get what you want. Although that might be a benefit, (laughs) but it's just about showing them love in a way that they appreciate. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, the story, it's, it seems kind of cheesy, right? Cause like when I hear of people being like, oh, my spouse is nagging me, blah, blah, blah. And part of me is just like, well, just, there's a reason for that. Just do what they're doing. But there's also like some underlying stuff here, right? Like 
you know, you can go into deeper issues and marriage and relationships, but ultimately I'm pretty sure most people really hold true to like the love languages and not that it's scientific, Mm -mm. but it's like a really good base for like getting to know each other and like understanding Mm -hmm. where people's love is coming from. For sure. I think ultimately we like all just want to feel loved and appreciated. For sure. Okay, so he breaks it into like some categories. First being kind words. Kind words. Yes. Yeah, he does break it. Um, I, it doesn't seem like he gets like overly like biblical, right? But it makes me think there's of a, there's yeah, like a few references in there, yeah. Right, and the first like sentence is "love is kind," mm-hmm. you know. So uh, right in the beginning, obviously, like as Annabeth mentioned, our words have such power, and not only the words themselves, but how you say them. Yeah, and we've all said probably hurtful or mean things to our spouses. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. That are not kind. Um, But he says that in there. And then he says, then we can ask for forgiveness. We can confess what we did wrong. And I think that words of asking for forgiveness, saying I was wrong and I'm sorry, um, is huge. That's a, like, huge way to use your words. And that asking for forgiveness and saying that you're sorry and apologizing I think is kind words to use too. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's, it's not easy to admit when you're wrong, especially like in a military relationship when normally it's like the military member, their type A or whatever the case is, it's very, it's just very difficult for people to be like, you know what? I was wrong. I'm sorry. Like I'm going to do better. And you know how I delivered that message when I was wrong was probably Mm -hmm. what set the attitude or tone for it that is more the issue than just being wrong yeah and I think it's pretty easy to say at least a few kind words to your spouse every day for sure just make be intentional about it okay and then the next one is humble words Mm, humble words what do you think about that so this is mainly when you are asking your spouse to do something you're like requesting them to do something not demanding so love makes requests not demands right um and i think this can be hard too when you have kids and you're just kind of in like that mom mode of telling people to go clean their room or you know or whatever um you need to differ differentiate how you use words when you're talking to your kids and when you're talking to your husband or your wife yeah, I I will say like one of the most annoying things is if you're like, hey, go do this. I'm like, well, now I for sure don't want to do it because <laughs> you, the way you said, ask right. me to, right? But like, and it's something we're trying to raise Jude with. And I think that uh, goes a long way is, hey, can you please go do this? Because it will be helpful or like have a reason for telling someone to do something. And obviously there's a time and place, as we all know, to just tell somebody to go do something mm-hmm. and I don't know I, I kind of like to I want to av- always avoid the because I said so whether that's with your spouse or mm-hmm. uh, your children right but definitely phrasing using your words and to help you know get some action done or not a demand or a command but like something because this is part of life yeah 
Okay, so he says, when you make a request of your spouse, you're affirming his or her worth and abilities. But when you make demands, you have become not a lover, but a tyrant. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's super good. And yeah, it's just the way, even though either way, you're still, you know, wanting them to do the same exact thing. Like, hey, I need you to take out the trash. But if you word it differently, you're saying like, you know, we're partners in this. You're my helper. I appreciate you doing these chores or whatever and asking them to help you instead of demanding them to do a chore. Yeah, for sure. And like most people in relationships, especially in marriages, I think uh, when you've been living together for a long time, you kind of get in your own like battle rhythm. And so like I... I just take out the trash, for example, when I notice it's full because I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll take it out. Mm -hmm. And on Wednesdays or whatever day, I take it to the street. And I don't really ever think about asking you because I'm just going to do it myself. But it's like there's like weird things like that. But after a while, when those things build up or you just get busy, it definitely helps to use humble words and correct Mm -hmm. things to correct sayings. Okay, and then the next part, he gives you, like, more ways to affirm your spouse. Um, And one of them is saying positive things about your spouse when he or she is not present. And I think this is a huge one for me because in the military um, community with other wives, so many times uh, I've been in situations where I'm with a group of wives and we get together and they just start complaining about their husbands. And to me, when I hang out with people and they aren't complaining about their husbands, they're like saying good things about their husbands. And I think there's a difference. Like you can talk to your friends about like what's going on in your marriage. Like if you're having problems, if you need advice, if whatever, but there's a difference in that and in just sitting around and talking bad about your husband to other wives and to who they're probably going to go back to their husbands who are your, your husband's coworkers and colleagues and, you know, tell his friends and other people he works with, you know, all the bad stuff that you just complained about. Yeah. It's definitely, very similar on the other end of the spectrum right like at work and in the military world like a lot of guys and people complain about their spouses Mm -hmm. um so like that culture for whatever reason it's there uh and it's you really have to be intentional on not promoting that as well as not letting that be a part of conversation when you're around i i would never like you just i just don't do that i just Mm -hmm. am like "Ah, i don't if you're going to talk about it about your wife, you can go do that somewhere else and yeah. kind of bluntly about it. Um, but definitely there's something about when someone else pays like you a compliment because like I'm like talking, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Annabeth did this, blah, blah, blah. She's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then she hears that from another person. Yeah. That's like, and I love hearing that from other people that she was talking good about me and I love my wife and I hope she talks good about right. me, you know, like should be obvious stuff. Right. But it's definitely being intentional and being like, yeah, I'm very thankful and blah, blah, blah about my wife. And this is awesome. And she's awesome. And then I don't expect her to hear that from people. Right. But it does bleed over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then 
also affirming your spouse in front of others when he or she is present. Oh man. I love it because it makes me like when you do that and I'm there, I'm kind of like, Oh shucks. You know, Mm -hmm. like you don't have to do that. That's, you know, that seems silly, but it makes me feel good for sure. Yeah. And I think a huge thing with the military is you always see when people are retiring or accepting awards or, you know, promoting or whatever, like I haven't been to any of those things where they haven't thanked their spouse. Yeah. It's, so if you guys haven't been to like uh, someone, a retirement ceremony for somebody who's done like 20 plus years in the military and like that's been their whole career mm-hmm. since they were 18 years old and now they're like in their 40s or 50s retiring, it is really, really cool. And they will be the first person to tell you that that retirement ceremony isn't about celebrating their achievements. It's about celebrating their families. Uh, achievements for putting up with them, Mm -hmm. you know, during their career time. And this is very family centric and spouse centric, which is just really, it's amazing. And so I I definitely agree that talking, it's just a good thing to do. Yeah. Sharing the credit. Okay. And then um, he says, another way you might try to affirm is writing words of affirmation, which is what I like to do for Oliver because I'm not great at saying words of affirmation all the time because that's not my love language um so I think one year for like one of my resolutions I wrote him just like a an encouraging note every single month yeah um for a whole year so that he would just have that words of affirmation written down and I still have them in a shoebox. Yeah. Like over there on the floor. So I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah, for sure. You know what's ironic about that? What? And the other end, you're also good about writing like sticky notes. Remember when you did this in <laughs> Columbus? Yeah, yeah. So not only words of affirmation, but we had gotten a spat and I like I occasionally leave cabinet doors open and cabinets open and things like that Mm -hmm. and so we had like a really early marital spat about it Mm -hmm. and then I came home and there were sticky notes on like all over the house about stuff that I was doing wrong and so it wasn't words of affirmation it was words of (laughs) (laughs) non-formation it was words of anger but like I'll never forget that that's hilarious I was so mad in the moment it was pretty funny there were I was still finding those sticky notes for like weeks mm-hmm. and I was like oh wow you put this in like the bathroom drawer that I use once mm-hmm. a week it's helping to remind you to shut the drawers yep and I <laughs> shut the drawers all right what do you say next okay so at the end of the chapter he asked um share instances with your spouse when words have had a profound impact on your life positively or negatively yeah. Do you have one? Uh, right off the top of my head, I we so we read this the other night to get ready for this episode. I feel like we talked about something, but I don't quite remember what I said. Um, I can I can count like look back in my memory, and like certain sermons or things people have said to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is gonna sound really cheesy, but my last deployment, my mission commander out there, like I had just flown like a really tough mission and like I was gone for a while and like all this stuff was happening and I get back and it's like two in the morning. I go back to like our like mission area 
and he was there at the computer, like cleaning up some paperwork and I was debriefing him and stuff. And he was like, Hey, good job, son. I was just like, I like, I like, I might start crying just thinking about it. And like, I just like respected him that much. And like, Mm -hmm. he's still like my mentor and I had such a role model and I don't think he listens to podcasts. It wouldn't surprise me if he like listens (laughs) to a couple episodes, but yeah. So like stuff like that, like that was enough of an affirmation Mm -hmm. and like I needed to hear it. And like, I don't think I'll ever forget that. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Just the, some random like encouraging words that we remember and others like have no like no memory of it all right uh, like i wonder memory it's so weird yeah strange it what is. about you um well recently i'm not gonna tell y'all what i'm working on right now because it's gonna be a while but i have a little secret project i'm working what? on what um but basically i k- kind of had the idea but i wasn't really gonna do it and Oliver was like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> like, kept telling me, like, like you're going to be great. It'll be awesome. You can do it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I know, I know. But, like, still wasn't. <laughs> it's super hesitant. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then uh, we went to small group one night, and we, like, split up the girls and the guys. And so I, I was talking to the girls, and it was – like such a god thing one of the like i had not told them anything about this project um because i hadn't started it or didn't know if i ever would and one of the girls was like i don't know why but i really think you should do this yeah and said the same thing that oliver had been telling me and i didn't talk to her yeah like she had no idea um so it was like totally a god thing obviously but just hearing like multiple people being and at close together being like you should really do this you can do it you you're gonna be great you know right um words of affirmation yeah for sure love that so that would be mine and hopefully i'll get to share soon ish what it is on the podcast that'd be pretty cool i i know we've kind of like hopped over like talked about the words of affirmation as a love language a little bit but it's it is just so strange how like powerful words are you know we mm-hmm. mentioned that earlier but for me it it just it's something it sets off some kind of chemical in my brain when someone says something mm-hmm. and really just helps me out like it's that love it just sparks um way way more powerful mm-hmm. than like a lot of other actions or things right. people can do for me and if you aren't sure what your love language is you can probably well one you can get this book um and read through it and i I don't know if there's a quiz in the back of this one or not i think some of them have the quiz in the yeah this one has the quiz in the back too or you can just google what the different love languages are and read more about them and honestly you can probably figure it out just like by reading about them but then if you're not sure i'm sure you can find a quiz like on google somewhere buzzfeed type quiz I don't know. Are those things anymore? Like people don't, don't take BuzzFeed quiz quizzes. What? I this used know. to be super popular. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Sidetrack. But yeah, definitely find out what your love language is. And I think it can help. Yeah. And find out what your partner's love right. language is more importantly. Right. Okay. So, um, this is towards the end of the chapter. It says, if your spouse's love language is words of affirmation, it gives you some tips. 
One, to remind yourself that words of affirmation is your spouse's primary love language. Um, Print the following on a three by five card and put it on a mirror or other place where you will see it daily. And it just says, words are important, words are important, words are important. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So putting that somewhere where you can see it every day to remind you that your spouse needs some words. Yeah, I haven't seen your little note card anywhere. I'll have to do that one. Okay, then the next one is, for one week, keep a written record of all the words of affirmation you give your spouse each day. So you might write something like, on Monday I said, you did a great job on this meal. You really look nice in that outfit. I really appreciate you picking up the dry cleaning. And then same thing for all the other days of the week. Right. And you might be surprised how well or how poorly you are speaking words of affirmation. Yeah, I... So for me, if, if you're like, if love language, if words of affirmation is your love language, Mm -hmm. you're probably, I'm like on the, the extreme, extreme side of it though, because I will be like, I will probe for words of affirmation from Mm -hmm. Annabeth. I'll be like, Hey, I just unloaded the dishwasher, like asking for words of affirmation. (laughs) And she'll just be like, okay, good job. I'm like, that's not the quality of words of affirmation I want. I'm like, he'll say like, Hey, I vacuumed and I'm like okay, you did what you were supposed to do. Cool. I did the laundry today. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which me knowing that, like that's how like serious I am about words of affirmation. I probably shouldn't ask, but I, I'm not the only one. I've talked to other guys like, in know. our small group and stuff who they're all like, yes, I just want to be acknowledged. <laughs> so that's how like serious words are. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, he says, set a goal to give your spouse a different compliment each day for one month. If an apple a day keeps the doctor away, maybe a compliment a day will keep the counselor away. (laughs) (laughs) I like that quote in there. Yeah. Do you think... Oh, that wasn't the last one. That wasn't the last one. Sorry. There's more. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Do you think, not to get super side rail, but you can like be over affirming somebody or too, not kind, because that's like difficult to do, but like too much, too many compliments, too much of affirmation. Yes. If their love language is not words of affirmation and they don't, I mean, you never want to just not say anything positive to anybody. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, that, yeah. You still need to say nice, kind words to people no matter what. But I remember when we first started dating, <laughs> I like had to limit. I was like, you're telling me like I'm pretty and cute and beautiful too much. Like once a day is fine. <laughs> I told you I loved you when we got married. I'm never saying it again. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I think it can be too much. And then for some people, um, that can cause them to think you're like not being genuine. They're like, nobody is actually that nice and positive all the time, you know? And so I think you just have to be, um, mindful of how you say things and when you say things and like it, um, try to be genuine when you say it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, four, as you watch TV, read or listen to people's conversations, look for words of affirmation that people use and write those affirming statements in a notebook or um, on your phone. Read through those periodically and select um, ones you could use with your spouse. When you use one, note the date on which you used it and your notebook may become your love book. Remember, words are important. That one seems like a lot of homework. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, a little too much for me. 
Yeah. I mean, you're a pretty avid journaler and like writing mm -hmm. and I'm not like, I don't ever even write anything hardly. So some of these like are just, it would be difficult for me to do mm -hmm. or for a lot of people, but right. that one's like probably on the extreme end yeah. of making notes. The next one is write a love letter or a love paragraph or a love sentence to your spouse and give it quietly or with fanfare. You may someday find your love letter tucked away in some special place. Yeah. I like this. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of back to writing how you even wrote them once a month or mm -hmm. just like little um, letters and lunches and things like that. That yeah. that means a lot to me. Except so one oh time. Oh my gosh. I knew you were going to bring this up. You kind of brought it up. One time I wrote Oliver a note and put it in his lunch that I packed and he didn't even see it. He just threw it away with his other stuff. So what really had happened was <laughs> Annabeth loves making lunches. And so I don't mm -hmm. complain anymore. And that's a whole nother thing. Well, I'm sure we'll get to it when we get to mm -hmm. gift giving. But she... Or acts of service. Acts of service. She wrote the note on a napkin. I barely use a napkin as it, as it is. I just wipe my hands on my pants or mm -hmm. my mouth on my sleeve like a toddler because I'm pretty much just a big toddler. Mm -hmm. So I eat my lunch, throw away all the stuff, bring up back home the dishes or the Tupperware. And she's like, oh, what do you think of the note I wrote? And I was like, I messed up. Like I, at that moment, <laughs> my brain couldn't think. I was just like, what note? And she's like, oh my gosh. And I haven't written a note in his lunch <laughs> since. I haven't done it since. <laughs> and I felt bad because I genuinely didn't use the napkin. Mm -hmm. So maybe use a colored post-it note or sticky note next right. time. I'll try it. <laughs> okay. Compliment your spouse in the presence of his parents or friends. We kind of talked about this already. Um, you'll get double credit. Your spouse will feel loved and the parents will feel lucky to have such a great son-in-law or daughter-in-law. Yeah. I like that. Especially, I think that one's super helpful and unique if you don't have a the friendliest or greatest relationship mm -hmm. with your spouse's parents. Yeah. Because you're you're like complimenting their son or their daughter. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, it's hard not to like somebody who likes your kid. So yeah. use that one to your advantage. For sure. For sure. And be careful what you say to your parents. If you're mad at your husband mm. or you got in a fight or whatever, and you call your mom if you yeah. do that too often, your parents are really not going to like your, your yeah, spouse. There's like a, we could do a whole series on like marriage tactics. Maybe we should do something like that. Yeah. Okay. Next is look for your spouse's strengths and tell her how much you appreciate those strengths. Chances are she'll work hard to live up to the reputation. I love your bench press, your deadlift, <laughs> your squats. Yeah. And you know, other strengths. And other strengths. Besides weightlifting. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, tell her, don't oh, nope. Tell your children how great their mother or father is. Oh my gosh. This one I think is huge. Yes. This is like just family and marriage and like mm -hmm. mostly like family life. Like it's the idea of like you have this blank canvas and you get to paint right? The mm -hmm. picture of your, your spouse to your kids by your words. Yeah. yeah. And I think not only that, but showing them how to treat a woman or a man that you're dating because right. they're going to grow up and start dating people. Never. Um, <laughs> I think that's super important. Yeah, for sure. I love that. 
okay, so the that's all for that. Um, the next part is decoding deployments with words of affirmation. So I think this is like really good where it's gets into the actual like military part of everything. Right. So words of affirmation is one of the easiest languages to speak during separations. I mean, I would say it's the easiest for sure when you're deployed. Right. Because I mean, you can't physically touch each other. Yeah. Or like, you, know. you can kind of do the gift thing, but it and could get lost in the mouth. Some quality time, but it's going to be much less than normal. Right. You know, so. Um, okay. So number one. Before the deployment, write love notes and secretly tuck them away in various places in the service members' bags. I love that idea. Yeah. But you had to do it because when you've already packed, because if not, you would notice. And then I'm messing in your stuff. I don't know. You'd have to do it. You'd have to be kind of sneaky about it. But I'm kind of one of those packers who I don't wait till the last minute, but like I need to know where everything is in my bag. Like just taking a good inventory. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really kind of difficult. You probably I, do it on the way to the airport or something. Yeah. Or just, you don't have to be secret about it. I guess just, just be give like, them open a this hand up. of things. Yeah. Or open this hand, up later. Uh, yeah. Whatever. On army wives, one oh of the couples gosh. on there, <laughs> one of the couples on there, she always gives him a letter when he's leaving and then he waits and opens it like when he gets to yeah wherever there's something really cool about getting like a handwritten letter like yeah everybody i've talked to who's in their like late 20s lately Mm -hmm. has been like this always comes up they're like you know what sucks is when i go home and i look at my mailbox and i haven't gotten like a letter since my birthday and i'm like dude it is just awesome to get letters like handwritten letters it is cool Okay, and then also the service member can write several cards and label them for when you're lonely, for when you're overwhelmed, etc. Um, so she can open them when she needs to hear from you most. Yeah, so it's kind of like the same concept yeah. in reverse for sure. Yeah. I would like you. Oh, here we go. To secretly put notes all over the house before you leave. That'd be fun. Okay. Done. <laughs> um, hand hand write an encouraging letter to your spouse at least weekly more often if possible sending letter old school sending letters back and forth that's cool um which is mostly possible i think like but it would have been hard i mean i sent you packages um but it would be hard to do it weekly because sometimes you're not even at yeah, the same it, spot for a week, you know. Right. Yeah. So that could be that could be. I could like send you letters weekly, right? Yeah. Because uh, I'm just sending them from you know, right. PO box or APO or FPO or mm-hmm. however they want to do it nowadays. Okay. Remind your spouse of the things that attracted you to her when you fir- first met. This reminds me of the little pink books we had. Yeah. I don't remember what I like about you kind of books or something like that. Something like that. It had, like, but it prompts. gives you prompts every, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. If you were going to win an award, if I was going to give you an award, <laughs> I would give you the blank award. Or I really like it when you blank, and, you know, things like, <laughs> 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 things like that. It was fun. Yeah, it was just it was just cute to do. And honestly, like, I think we did them right before I went on mm-hmm. my last appointment. And we kind of like started reading them to each other before, so. Okay, sorry, I'm yawning. Um, share 
what you love, admire, or respect about your spouse in a letter or during one of your phone or internet calls. Yeah, just being intentional mm-hmm. and like instead of how was your day it was good i did the same thing i did yesterday and yeah. the kids be like that's, hey i want to talk about this yeah that's um kind of one of the hard things about deployment because sometimes you haven't talked in a while and then you get on the phone to talk and you're like but we don't have anything to talk about yeah, for sure. so having just like that or even just some like little prompts of like funny questions to ask each other or you both watch the same episode of show and talk about it or read yeah. a book you know um that way you're not just like well my day was fine i like you know? the like the idea of reminiscing mm-hmm. especially if you went to like high school together or college or like something in the past be yeah. like hey do you remember when this happened mm-hmm. what did you like how did you remember it versus how i and like yeah then you can something to talk about and it just can be funny. Yeah. Okay. Next one is write and mail your own poem about poem? your spouse. What's a poem? Po- poem. 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 <laughs> yeah, that one's for the artsy type. Good luck. I could write you a song, maybe. I'll write you a haiku. <laughs> oh my goodness. Express appreciation. Service members tell your spouse how much you appreciate all the things she does to keep the home front going. Yeah, this one's huge for the member who's deployed or away mm-hmm. to really just like intentionally be like, hey, I know you're dealing with a lot at home because, yeah. you know, I'm not there to help pick up any of the slack or do the things I'm normally doing. And you're having to do some of the stuff with kids mm-hmm. and handful and just call it what it is. Like yeah. you're doing the you're doing the thing. Oliver you're doing it awesome. would tell me all the time, like you're doing so good with you. You're such a good mom. You're, you know, whatever. It hasn't um, changed. You're still doing good and you're yeah, a good mom. I know, mom, I know. You still tell me that, but it's like nice when you're gone because yeah. you need a little extra encouragement sometimes. For sure. Homefront spouse, be sure your service member still feels needed by your family no matter how well you're managing without him. Yeah, I think this one ties into just being updated on stuff mm-hmm. to me, like knowing like because – whether depending on how you run things, whether like things break down or finances or whatever, mm-hmm. not that being when you're deployed, you can necessarily do a whole lot. But yeah. if you kind of know some stuff and like, hey, like if Annabeth's like, hey, the cars was making funny sounds. I made an appointment at the dealership or the mechanic. Mm-hmm. I took it in. It's fine. It's it was 200 bucks. I paid for it. Yeah. Like, awesome. Like there was a problem and like it can build a level of trust and stuff like that too. Yeah. And I think if there are any decisions that you can include them in, like go for it or ask, yeah. like, Hey, what do you think about Jude doing soccer this year or whatever? Like, you know, um, things like that. And then I would, this is just kind of my rule. I've heard people say this, but, um, I would never say like, Oh, I'm a single parent right now. Right. Even though, yes, I'm a, <laughs> I'm the only parent at the house, but I like I don't like saying that, and not, you know, it's fine if people have yeah, <laughs> said that deal, or whatever. I'm not mad at anybody about it. I'm so angry. Um, but I like will never say that because I'm not a single parent. Like even though Oliver's gone, he is still helping me and parenting with me and I think that's one way I just include him and make sure I don't say 
those words because right. I'm not a single parent. Yeah, for sure. You're doing like just solo ops right now. Just solo. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. The next one is if your spouse is stressed when he or she calls you, allow him the opportunity to vent. Don't try to fix the situation unless asked. Affirm him or her. I I like it. The affirmation, really just listening, especially when you're deployed. I feel like this has kind of shifted a little bit to like a deployed episode now. I mean, all of them are because at the end of every chapter we have the. Oh, that's true. My apologies, guys. But um, just being a good listener and being like, yeah, I hear you. Like you had a a sucky day today and it's going to get better and Mm -hmm. vice versa. The other way it applies too. So. Write and send a tribute to your spouse. A song. Send me a song. I mean, what? What, what? What else would a tribute be? I don't know. Like a poem? We already talked about that, though. A tribute. That's a tough one. What is a tribute? (laughs) Alexa, what's a tribute? Like, I don't know. Just a... A thank I, you? <laughs> I guess a thank you or yeah, some kind of monologue maybe. Hold on. I'm Googling. Keep talking. Fast. Oh, you want me to stall? So this happens sometimes, guys, where Annabeth's like, I need to look this up real quick. And I'm like, uh. An so- act, statement, or gift that is intended to show gratitude, respect, or admiration. Hmm. So anything. Yeah. An act, statement, or gift to show gratitude. That's interesting. Yeah, do a tribute. Sure. Why not? Get creative. YOLO. (laughs) Okay, and the last one, be the first to say I love you in every conversation. But if you're both trying to do that, you're just going to... Race to it. (laughs) Like you hear the Skype, like the FaceTime ringing, Mm -hmm. right? And then you answer it, I love you. (laughs) I win. (laughs) And then you hang out real quick. (laughs) It's like it. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay, so Love words languages. of affirmation. Words of affirmation, yeah. What do you think of the chapter? We can we can rate these by chapters, I guess. I thought it was good. Um, like, I've read this version of the book before. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking back, I definitely have read this. And I think I've read the original one that came mm-hmm. out. And obviously, there's not really much difference. Yeah, I think uh, the main difference them. is the examples. Like, the stories he puts in it are yeah. all military couples. And then the part at the very end of how you can still do your that love language while deployed yeah because love language uh words of affirmation excuse me is is so important to me like it's hard for me not to rate this like super important because i'm like i want everyone to give me words of affirmation now Mm -hmm. um but overall like the message about it and the examples i'll give us all like eight out of ten yeah i think so too i really like the the part at the end that we read of things you can do if your spouse's love language is words of affirmation and then also things you can do while deployed because um, I think that's super practical and For helpful, sure. which well, I like that. And yeah, and he mentioned that like that's it's the easiest love language to yeah. do when, so, when you're right. geographically separated. So this one fits the bill. And I think so many guys I know like words of affirmation is like up there, mm-hmm. like in their top two or three for sure. Yeah. So love languages, words of affirmation. This was part one of our series. See you next week for, oh, I don't know which one's next. It's right there. Turn the page. Quality time. Quality time. Love it.
quality time with us next week. <laughs>